This is all theater. This is all just political theater. Political theater. Political theater. Pure political theater. Theater. Political theater. The nefarious, significant, and protracted political, political, political theater for political theater's sake. I yield back. From Washington, this is Political Theater. Roll Call's review of the spectacle of politics on Capitol Hill and across the country. I'm Jason Dick. It might not seem like it, but we've come a long way as a country in the last couple of weeks. On May 25th, George Floyd, a black man, died at the hands of Minneapolis police officers. Man, I can't breathe, my face. Just get up. What do you want? I can't breathe. That wasn't the first time those words from a black man suffering at the hands of police were caught on videotape. But it is the kind of horrific incident Americans became accustomed to. We're going to begin with breaking news tonight out of Minneapolis, where the National Guard is being mobilized after violent protests erupted overnight over the death of George Floyd. And yet, with Floyd's death, something snapped in the public. Protests that started in Minneapolis quickly spread across the country. And then one week later, we hit a low point with federal officers violently dispersing a crowd of peaceful protesters at the White House. The president threatened to send active duty military to quell unrest. I am your president of law and order. That is why I am taking immediate presidential action. I am mobilizing all available federal resources, civilian and military, to stop the rioting and looting, to end the destruction and arson, and to protect the rights of law-abiding Americans. And troop transports filled the streets of Washington against the wishes of local officials. I know because they drove right by my house here on Capitol Hill. The protests continued, growing in number and in every state and across the world. They were peaceful although passionate. One senator explained to CQ Roll Call's own Catherine Tully McManus why he felt compelled to protest. This is Senator Angus King of Maine. What's going on here is nothing... Nobody's asking for anything special. They're only asking for what America has always promised, equal justice under law. And then Congress did what it is supposed to do, start the process of changing laws to make things better. In Congress, more than 200 House and Senate Democrats have now signed on to the Justice in Policing Act. As we laid out earlier in the program, it would, among other things, ban chokeholds, end no-knock warrants in drug cases, mandate police training on racial bias, and collect data at the federal level on the use of force. And then George Floyd was buried. Something worth noting is what was absent during Floyd's funeral in Houston, the president of the United States. He made no public remarks. He did continue, as he often does, to tweet. One of those tweets was about the Senate confirming his pick to be the Air Force Chief of Staff, General Charles Brown. 
Brown is the first black man to be the top officer of a military branch service. The 98 to nothing vote was one of those rare moments of bipartisan unanimity. And before the vote, Brown had this to say about this moment in history, sharing this video on social media. I'm thinking about how full I am with emotion, not just for George Floyd, but the many African-Americans that have suffered the same fate as George Floyd. I'm thinking about protests in my country, tis in the sweet land of liberty, the equality expressed in our Declaration of Independence and the Constitution that I've sworn my adult life to support and defend. So we don't know what will come out of Congress from this, but we do know what has happened has captured its attention. The world is watching, and what it is seeing is hopefully the next step as the people's representatives listen, as they did to the protesters, and as they did to Philanese Floyd, as he spoke Wednesday to the House Judiciary Committee about his brother, George. When you watch your big brother, who you looked up to your whole entire life, die, die begging for his mom, I'm tired. I'm tired of pain. Pain you feel when you watch something like that. That hearing showed there are some areas members could agree upon and about what to do next, about changes to policing and addressing racial injustice and inequity. I'm guessing there will likely be some tough and tense times ahead. Senator Tim Scott, the South Carolina Republican who is leading the GOP efforts on policing legislation, pushed back on criticism that he is a token for his party on this topic. But this issue isn't new for Scott, either personally or in his career in the Senate. Back in 2016, he began a series of speeches on the Senate floor about police and how they treat African-Americans, including him. We must get to a point where the American family, our family, has a real conversation about the things that divide us, the differences of our experiences, but yet remain a single family with a single mission and make sure that every part of the American family feels valued. Admittedly, many of these discussions and proposals are coming too late for those who have suffered. But we have gone from death to protest to legislation and hearings in a matter of weeks. And we're dealing with 400 years of inequity and injustice. It will take more than a few weeks to get it all sorted out. And watching Congress work can be an exhausting process that tries even the most patient of souls. But as House Majority Whip James Clyburn pointed out to us in a CQ Roll Call podcast earlier this week, this time feels different. But this time, they saw the whole eight minutes and 42 seconds of the killing. This guy was killed. He was lynched. This gentleman was lynched. A classic lynching. I'm Jason Dick. Thanks for listening to Political Theater.